from the great state of Texas. You are now listening to Skip the Noise Podcast live on Podbean. It's just me, Benjamin Benji James, hosting the show. We were going to record tonight, the weekly show. However, things happened. A couple, uh, well, <laughs> I was going to say a couple of my co-hosts, but that'd be a little bit redundant, and there are only a couple of my co-hosts felt a little bit ill, so we decided to postpone. However, I was all set up. Uh, the designated night to redo it would be tomorrow, which I might not be able to make, so I decided to go ahead and go live and see what kind of fuckery we can stir up here online. Sometimes some interesting people call the show, sometimes not. Um, there's plenty I can talk about, though. Uh, I have somebody joining us, 86 World, how are you? Also have the 100 Yard Alchemist. What is going on? If you, either one of you would like to call in, you're more than welcome. If you've never heard the Skip the Noise podcast, where it's a weekly show. What's up? What's up, 100 Yard Alchemist? Why 100 yards? Explain the name. You may be. I, it's been a long time since I've gone live. Uh, I do. We do a weekly show. Myself and two other co-hosts uh, that we upload to all the different applications in which you can download podcasts, but uh, I don't go live too much on the Podbean. I used to, <clears throat> so it's been a while. I'm not very familiar with all the people. Uh, what's going on, 100 Yard? Possibly we can discuss some current events that are going on in your neck of the woods or elsewhere. What about you, 86 World? Which I wasn't really a listener, uh, a.k.a. Shep. No, wait a minute. Which Shep are we talking about? Not the Shep I know. Like Shep Shep? Uh-uh. Are you on the pod bean, brother? What call the fuck in then? Are we talking uh are we talking deep noise, Shep? If so, get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? Come on, don't play with me. Don't play games. <laughs> I'm waiting on the response. <laughs> get out of the fuck out of here. Man. Who the fuck? Get the fuck. Okay, it's Deep Noise. We're about to do an episode of fucking Deep Noise. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I had a Dude. feeling I should go fucking live. How I, about I, I that? love this shit, bro. I love this shit. Seeing you, <laughs> seeing you live doing your thing. That's Yo, fucking awesome. How did, let me ask you this. How did you catch wind? Did you got a notification? Oh, bro, you know, you know, I subscribe to your oh, shit. So as soon as, love it, love it. As soon as it so, goes, I'm fucking, I'm on it, I'm on it. Without further ado, I gotta say, well, so whoever's li who we got on, hundred yard alchemist. So if you're just like, what in the fuck is absolutely going on right now? So Shep and I know each other very, very well. Both of us have our own podcasts. Uh, I've got mine, obviously. Skip the noise. Uh, Shep co-hosts the show. He's the but he's the he's the, the 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 driving engine behind the show, if I if I do say so myself, I, I feel like that's accurate. Uh, Shep hosts a show called Deep Noise or uh, Deep Noise, Deep MCs, Deep Meaningful Conversations, in which they discuss uh, you know mental health. It, not even mental health. That's it ex expands further than that. I would say um, just in general issues that 
uh, people deal with, and they go very, very in depth. It's a very show. So I would definitely recommend if you're a fan of podcasts to check that out. Now, with that being said, the two of us uh, have had a couple run-ins on the mic, and it, it produced great results. So, um, what's been going on in your week, man? I haven't talked to you like in person, person in a minute. So oh no, on? man. Yeah, it's been a, uh, it's it's been a minute, man. You know, it's been uh, it's been interesting. You know, just dealing with uh, everything that's been kind of going on. I mean, first yeah. and foremost, I've been following up with your with your show, man. Good. Good fucking shit, dude. Good oh, fucking shit. Thank you. Super, super happy to see you guys back on. Uh, me here, man. Just been been doing the show, been working, been dealing a lot with this uh, this Delta Eight situation here. Yeah, and that's. So tell me great. about that. What's this? What's the current uh, in the great state of Texas? What What are the legal? So we have we have what are the guidelines at this point? We are temporarily allowed to be legal again with the Delta Eight until they can uh, get back in the courts and do a proper a proper hearing. So we are fortunate to be able to sell again. So that's huge, right? Um, A lot of it came down though to it it was honestly a lot of uh, veterans in Austin that were kind of like, hey we we need this we use this for treatment like this is real and it's kind of bullshit that you didn't give anybody any real uh real real warning before you took this away from us so no man dude none at you all know, you know yeah. how little warning there was i heard i heard you know i may or may not know a few folks around the i mean i'll be honest like in my and i don't live in a place where i guess I mean, I, I don't know. Would say it would be predictable to have this many, but I swear to God, like if you <laughs> within, oh, I could ride my bike to about six places. Let me just say that that uh, that sell De- Delta Eight products. I know for a fact these pl- places were scrambling. Um, well, well, what's it been now? About th- two, well, three, four weeks. Whenever uh, the well, since the, it was, the shit rolled yeah, out, and since, it was yeah, like, it's about caught everybody off guard. Yeah, it's been about four weeks, and but it's terrible, man. Because it's there's so much there's so much money that's just wrapped up into it, and like you know, even even for myself, as you know, dude, I the the amount of money that was sunk into it, and and everybody was just just left holding, oh, holding this bro, product, I, and not, not just the fact that you are now not allowed to sell this, and there goes your livelihood for these people that have these storefronts, but now the possession of it right <laughs> now now no for now sure dude you're like you're ground zero of like who got dude, fucked dude. in the steel <laughs> like, you're the bro, guy with, with the the amount of the amount of shit i had bro i'm doing fed time dude. <laughs> you went from you went from like dude this will be a good idea to a fucking federal fucking criminal dude, dude. in like one uh, like the like here's how it was. It's like the newspaper came out that morning and it's illegal, like a hundred percent. Where I, it was I, something, I, I, dude. It was crazy. It was crazy, man. And I know, like per our conversations, homie, I know the dollar amount we're talking about. And uh, yeah, that's <laughs> like you had to be. You were the first person I thought. Obviously, I texted you and shit, but like. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> like I was reading shit in my local like community where uh, like reporters were were following up like they were going to places and they were like wait huh what are you talking about like they knew the shit before the shop owners and then they'd go in like the next place they went to obviously people started texting each other and they're like clearing the shelves like trying to like remember when the chinese embassy in houston where they <laughs> fucking <laughs> they're like burning shit in trash cans in the courtyard and shit yeah they rolled it out oh, man it, oh, it's, it's crazy i'm not gonna lie mode. I, I shit my pants for a little bit and then uh then all of a sudden i just started to hear uh pusher man playing in the back of my head bro like, <laughs> right um, yeah all of a sudden i'm like like somewhat of a legit fucking businessman so like i'm nino brown <laughs> in fucking one stroke of the alarm like <laughs> your alarm clock woke you up one day <laughs> the next time it did that you're a fucking Scarface, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, it, was, it was great. It was great. I was deep in the streets for a second. You, you were, dude. Man. You fucking street cred like a motherfucker for a second. God damn, if you did anything else to your life, well, you motherfucking Scarface for a couple weeks. <laughs> dude, it, was, it, was, it was great, man. But I'm so, I'm so happy that it's back, though, because it's, like, <laughs> no, it's such a good Yeah. It's such a, it's such a relief. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be able to make, uh, make some people happy. <laughs> yeah, well, not only that, too, bro, but, like, the place... So, a lot of these places... So, I don't know how it is in other states. I know Florida is kind of running a similar... Because it's a state where, uh, you know, cannabis is illegal. However, they still... You know, there's these gray areas, right? And uh, so, so, I know Delta 8's a big, a big product there, too. I know for a fact because when I, as soon as I crossed the border, because I took notoriously as documented on our uh, Skip the Noise podcast, which you can download on any fucking platform you can find. Uh, we did talk about that in depth this summer. I went to Florida uh, in the car, and once I passed those state lines, it was like, you know, it was very clear that they were selling Delta Eight products, uh, and it was a very big <laughs> deal, much like it is here in uh, the great state of Texas. So. Um, I forgot the point I was trying to make with that, but, uh, oh, so like legally, yeah, like overnight, all of a sudden the law changed and like nobody knew about it. Uh, so yeah, that's why like Shepard described it's, it's, they're going through more court proceedings. And so at the moment everybody's okay, but so here's something I've noticed too. And I don't know how much you know about this, but like, so I get, uh, you know, messages or whatever from, like different you know places i i know and stuff like that they'll kind of updates or whatever and they've got they say they've got delta nine shit now that's do you know anything about that or like how what's the legal status on that and how that's how they're able to do that yeah man so what's Uh, going what transpired there so basically i mean really as Delta 9 was always something that was going to be in the process. And yeah. really, it just comes down to the extraction the extraction process, right? And how they derive it. Um, it's still going to come, and I think that it still will come. But Delta 9, technically, because it falls under... Right now, our, our, our limit is 0.03, right? That's where they say this is bad. Um, yeah. But the way that they're doing Delta 9 in Texas is it's legal because it follows right underneath that. Like it falls within that legal limit. So 
it's him derived and it also uh falls under the 0.03 so they say it's fine it's good uh it's basically delta eight honestly it's the same <clears throat> the same concept but you know just a different a slightly different variant different extraction process different everything yeah, really it, but yeah similar. and you know so that like to me it points out that like the speed in which I was getting all these texts and things like that, it just kind of speaks to the adaptability. And I just feel like the lawmakers and the, you know, the government in Texas, it's just, it's an uphill battle. Why waste all the money? Just make the shit legal. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like the, the, it's like you pour, you pour a liquid. I'm trying to think of an example. Like, the liquid's going to get whatever crack or hole you got, the liquid's going to get to the bottom and hit the floor, right? Like no matter what you pour it through, right, you pour it yeah. through a strainer, you pour it through a fucking, like fucking mouse maze where the shit has to go through. Like, but it's going to, it's going to end up on the floor. No matter what route or exactly. all these di- diversions you take it, the fucking, it's, <laughs> shit's gravity's working. The shit, that's what, that's what this is. The public, the public wants yeah. it. The public, it's gonna happen. So, the fuck is all these legal hoops and shit they're doing? They're just trying to stick it home. I mean, Texas is that's that's what it's like anyway, man. With the Nazi, I don't know. I don't even want to get into all that. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, because I had and that's I would, I don't know. that was like that was like a whole tree branch that I just saw myself going down, and I'm just gonna stop it right there because I'd rather talk about other stuff. And that's what I don't get, man, with the whole thing. And and the thing about it, too, which is crazy, is that the Delta 9 they were going to allow. So the real difference, like, and we said there is no real difference if you think about the the chemical properties of the two. But where there is a difference is the Delta 9 is actual cannabis plant as to where Delta 8 is chemically pulled out of right, 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 the right, right, right. So in theory, like the cannabis is what's quote unquote illegal, but you're allowing Delta nine, which is produced from cannabis, but you won't allow Delta eight, which is produced from hemp, which is legal because we can make it CBD out of it. Right. So right, right, it's right. just been one of those, one of those weird situations that, you know, they're, they're doing it for whatever the reason is. We don't know, but it's just a fuck with people. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It's really just so they can keep criminally prosecuting people and put them in the increased prison populations. That you know, that was kind of the the whole route I was going to take. But well, there's a lot it, behind I mean, that. Is, but man. either way, either way, though, like it's it's going to eventually be legal. So it's stupid that they're, uh, you know, trying to take it down this route. But um, I don't know, man. You've been watching so the. Oh, go ahead. What when do you think we're gonna get? When do you legal? think we're gonna get Completely legal? legal? Ah, so, man. Now we have a douchebag that's running things right now, but he has some. Right. Uh, he has some competition coming up, right? Have, <laughs> he, sure, uh, he sure as fuck does. Who? who uh, <laughs> the, he's definitely had. Well, uh, I, was, I was gonna talk about that too. He's got. Well, for one, Vetro O'Rourke, right? He announced that he's gonna run, which. You know, like just alone on the fact that he can't, he does, he, he said publicly, like, yeah, we are going to take your gun, like all this shit. Like, you're fucking, you're done. Like, you're not going to rent in Texas. Like, that's all. 
But then you got McConaughey. That was right. What do you think? Yes. About this? Do you think this is actual? Because he's he's being real vague. Like he's kind of playing. I don't know if he's doing this to. Like he's just being cautious till he actually decides, or if he's still in his mind doesn't quite a hundred. Is he not committed to it? What, what's your take on McConaughey and? What do you think about? I, I mean, I kind of like well, the fact that he's doing it, or, or if he's talked about it. But first and foremost, if McConaughey follows through, he's getting my vote. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> dude, and, I'd be tempted. And, It'd be yeah. hard not to. It'd be hard not to. Bro, because here's the thing, man. Uh, I is he the best actor? No, but <laughs> you gotta love. You gotta love his. You gotta love his style. You gotta love his swag, yeah. man. And yeah. he he is a he is a Texas boy for sure. I can he tell is. you if he goes, we're definitely getting we're definitely getting cannabis. If yeah, if he, okay. no, that's true. You like know. that's, and I think he should play that. Um, he should like ride or die for that. Um, he because he's been real quiet, man, with like what he thinks about anything. Like he doesn't really touch on the abortion shit. He hasn't touched. He's been real careful not to say anything. He did do one interview. <laughs> he did that one interview where he kind of was talking about, um, you know, uh, you know, kind of shitting on the the two party system and what it's done to fucking democracy and how it's fucked up everything. So from an angle of like uh, a philosophical viewpoint, yeah, man, I think. It's just, I'd like to, I don't know, I, I guess if, if he, he's got to really be smart though about how he does it strategically in running a campaign to actually win. Because um, I think the potential is sure. there. That's the thing. The potential is there. Because somebody like me, dude, like I see it and I'm like, hmm, what could that bring? Because Texas is so unique, right? Because you've got these major uh cities right that are very i mean that's like i mean that's i'm just, I'm not saying that that's uncommon right urban areas typically run uh left you know what i mean have democratic mayors things like that but as in you know in rural just if you just wanted to cookie cutter the the basic description of it but uh right. like with texas it's very pronounced in that um the the big population centers obviously have different views than widely is is held throughout the the state and i mean obviously either that's it's way more nuanced than that but just a general swoop right like he, obviously houston's quite a bit different than fucking amarillo okay but uh i guess my point is there's a big population that but because of how they structure like the elections and all this shit texas is always like it's very much in the favor of always going to lean uh right but gov oh, governmentally sure. speaking, go, you know, and structural government, they've got a stronghold on it now, like death grips on it. Like they're not giving it up. And that's why they keep leaning. But OK, that's neither here nor there. But I honestly think that <laughs> people would support the idea of a fucking McConaughey, much like, you know, if you want to get real. I guess philosophical about it, it's kind of like the same reason that, that Trump was able to develop such a big following, right, amongst, uh, you know, disenfranchised white folks, more or less, 
it's like McConaughey. I don't know. Maybe, I'm, I'm kind of thinking this through as I'm fucking talking it, but it's like <laughs> he might kind of appeal to like the the yeah. disenfranchised the people that are disenfranchised with politics. Does that make sense? No, and that, but see, that's the thing is that's what we need. We need right. uh, somebody like him, you know. And and I feel that the. The problem, right, we know the government's fucked up. We know that the way that we go about doing things is needs to be redone. We just need to rethink the system yeah. as a whole. And yeah. the reasons why we can't get new lifeblood in is because we're always dealing with 80-year-old fucks, right? Like <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, like he, he would make, for lack of a better word, he would make the shit cool, right? Oh, he would yeah. make it. Cool. Dude, it'd be cool as fuck. It'd be cool as fuck, man. It would. And that's the thing. But the problem with that and where where we fail every time to be able to really secure someone like a McConaughey is at the end of the day, they have too much to lose. Yeah. You know, because you think about someone like that, like this is a guy who has a beautiful wife, great fucking kids. He has every fucking endorsement you can imagine in Texas, what every electric company, every fucking yeah. whatever, yeah. right? He's got Lincoln in his back pocket. He's got his acting sure career does. as well if he wants to do something. Like, he's not going to have any of that if he, he crosses over. Like, he's giving oh, up all this money yeah. for, fucking, for fucking what? For headaches? No, he <laughs> is. Because you know what? Because, yeah, once you enter that arena... Um, your whole life is exposed. Okay, for one, that's just to get it. That's just to kick it off. Like, so the one thing you've got to be comfortable with if you run for, I mean, it's bro. If you like, if you run for, you know, what I'm saying, like the dude who fixed my showers ran for. Uh, <laughs> fucking what the fuck? I talked about it on the show. He ran for. Uh, state representative like in the district like where i live right, right you know what i mean right. and i'm like bro like you can't even show up uh like i'm texting you like oh you got to change the days again and again how the fuck are you gonna like represent me <laughs> you know like at first i was big up in him because i was like hey this dude's really cool like you can't you know we got to estimate like he, he was he was good to work with and then it was like he started flaking i'm like nah dude like i don't really see it like that but yeah. anyway i'm so i'm talking about a big publicly with the spotlights on you bro they're gonna go into everything because those other especially if you have a chance like the bigger it gets the higher the stakes the more they're gonna tear apart everything and for just i mean just for one to start it that's that's a little scary that's intimidating right oh no for but, sure you know sure. i mean that, that's just on the surface level but like you you dig a little further and it's like You've now entered a space where, like you said, yes, you give up um, all these like nice, comfortable things. Now you're like you're a public because you do at the end of the day, you're working for the public. So you do answer to them, you know, you, yeah, you, serving, you know, and nowadays you don't necessarily answer to them in the way that I think it was designed you answer to them in the form of like Twitter, which is even scarier because 
you're not answering to like a board of people that are going to ask you a bunch of questions and do some sort of, you know, interrogation in some public format. This is like more of a, fuck you. You're getting interrogated in like, <laughs> this could lead into our next topic, but like the meta format where it's like, you're, oh. it, it's not like, it's not an entity. It's not like a unified public entity that's scrutinizing your every move. It's like, anonymous fucktards that have access to a phone like that's anybody that could be that's not even people in your community that could be somebody in belgium who has no stake in the game other than to fucking you know what i mean make a bullshit about how you you know got a hand job from your fucking football coach you know what i'm saying like and yeah, and then it's, but like, the thing you, is, the funny part about it. How do you deal with that? <laughs> you don't, man. You don't. And it's crazy. Like, in, hey, look what happened to Arnold, man. Our Arnold went there oh, to be the governor, and then all of a sudden, all his dirty laundry came out. Yeah, you know, it did. it's just it's how it happens. <laughs> you know, I would, yeah. hope, I would hope that he would uh, take it seriously and that he would come along and he would do this, but. Uh, it's just I don't see it happening, man. Honestly, I just don't see. Yeah, I think I he's don't see him giving in. I don't think he's got like. Here's the thing, man. It takes it takes some shit, man, to do that. Like, so for as for as much as like, I mean, you can shit on Ted Cruz all you want. It's an easy job to do because he, you know, he puts it on a tee for you. Like during COVID, <laughs> flying to fucking, you know, flying down to fucking. Cozumel or where the fuck Cancun, yeah, yeah uh, you know, just that—that's just one example, right? Um, you know, part of me was like, "Yeah, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're an asshole," which, you know, okay, I think that's valid. I don't think that's unfair to say during the energy crisis. You know, everybody's the entire state was like two minutes away He's from being completely blacked out. Yeah, the dude's getting out of town. <laughs> like you're supposed to represent everybody. So I mean, I'm not. I'm not getting him out of the fuck you, you know, I'm not, I'm not wiping him clean, but on a personal level, part of me was like, man, that must suck. Cause like, you know, you make decisions, right? You're like, you might be thinking about, ah, I'd probably be better to get my, my family out of here. Okay. So like, you know, on one level it's like, okay. And, but you just can't, you can't make any wrong decisions, dude, in this day and age. Oh, they're gonna, no, they're gonna, and they're gonna jump on you, and they're gonna jump on you in real time. It's not like you know, it's not like in the '30s where you're like, you made some bad fucking policy move, and like two weeks later, the fucking New York Times writes an article about how you're a piece of shit. This is like, dudes tweeting, you know, like two seconds before the shit happened. You know, like yeah, that dude. shit is live as fuck. Like I mean, would would you even want that? Like, who who in their right mind would really want that, man? Like, who is this? Like, you know what I want? I want I want to be under the spotlight. Yeah, not just under the spotlight, but fucking critiqued on every fucking thing. Right, <laughs> it, well, right, and not only that. So, so to do that, I think we're what we're doing is we're kind of peeling back the 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 skin of this orange here, and it's like you. You have to be an absolute, almost egomaniacal fuck to even want to do that. You know? 
No, for sure, man. Like you, normal you people. Like, like normal people. That's the problem. Normal people don't want that job. So we don't – that's how you get a runoff. Dude, that's how you end up with, oh, the Biden versus Trump. Like out of 350 million fucking people, those are the two that we're, we're choosing. Those are the two. Those are the two out of 350 million. Okay, obviously subtract kids yeah. or whatever. But like I don't even know. Whatever the number of eligible motherfuckers to take the office – that's two. Those are the last two. That's what you got. And that's ridiculous. That's and the reason that's ridiculous is because any fucking, there's probably a hundred thousand people that are better than Joe Biden to run the country. There's a hundred thousand people in this country. <laughs> Maybe more. Dude. <laughs> like there's a hundred thousand people probably more qualified, but, but, but here's the thing he, is, is I've always gone. wondered what is right? What in this day and age today, let's just say today, what does it really take to run the country? Hmm. What does it really take? Because people, people always say, and I think that a lot of times when we think about this, people always just like, you have to be this type of person or that type of person or whatever. And I think what has been proven is you look at a Donald Trump, right? Uh, yeah, he was charismatic, if you want to call him that. Was he the best businessman? No. Was he the best anything? No. Does he know how to run an army? No. But somehow, he was the leader of this country for right. however long it was. So the real question is, what does does it really take somebody? Do you have to come from a Harvard background and have this education and that and have be versed in whatever, because clearly somebody did it. So at the end of the day, you're just the face, right? No, for sure. Like, so why can't, why can't we have, why can't you be president, Benji? <laughs> why, no, why can't you There's no, because of my own, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's really is, uh, I could, you know what I mean? You could too. And I think that's what, so I, I remember before when the, that election with the Hillary and Trump 2016 election, I remember thinking that. I was like, I don't really like I don't like Trump, but I do like the fact that if he wins what you just said, Shep, the fact that it's like, okay, well we prove the same way why it was like regardless of how you you feel politically when Obama won um you know, unless you're an asshole, you had to kind of at least think that like, okay, this is a good step for the country. The mm -hmm. fact that, you know, a person of color was elected as the president is, is a step, right? Regardless of how you felt about his politics. The same way right. that with Trump, like you just said, and this seems like a weird example to make, but that's, that's what we do. I'm going around, like, you know what I mean? Looping around the, the field here, but like, Somebody, like you said, without any kind of political background, was he qualified? No. Uh, but it opens up the door because just like who who the fuck wants to take that job, right? It's just – and the other reason he was able to win was because he was versus somebody who was the apex of like the other side of that coin. You know, somebody who was like so deep in the political shit – that it's like, what even are you? You're just a fucking, 
like whatever who whatever votes need to be cast or whatever fucking like and just the pinnacle yeah, of, yeah. A, of a politician right so that's what it was that that's what the country was deciding on do we want to go in the direction do we want to keep going this way or do we want something new you can say what you want about the blah 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 i think that's what they decided and i think that's why it won was because overall and this cuts across all the different lines, <clears throat> you know, race, uh, uh, economic status. All like it was just they wanted something different, and it wasn't yeah. necessarily in the package that maybe you know you would have hoped. <laughs> but it it was definitely a fucking. It definitely changed the game, you know, uh, to a degree. How how do we how do we change that then, man? How do we change more fucking people? I, you know, running recently, I had a guy, somebody I know. I'm not gonna until I talk to him. I don't want to like air out his campaign, but all of a sudden I saw some shit on Instagram. This motherfucker I know for like, and you know, I haven't talked to him. I, I'm trying to think. It's been a few years, but I knew him as a kid. Dude's running for fucking state representative and shit, like out of the blue. Like the fuck. He's a you know private business owner and all these things. So like, oh shit, uh, that's interesting. But maybe more people should do that shit. But it's tough because you got to have you have a lot of have to have a lot of fucking resources to make that shit happen. Um, but you know, you answered you asked me a question earlier. It's like, why don't you run, Benji? Well, uh, I actually did. <laughs> I can't remember what episode, but I did make uh, a claim that I would uh, run for Texas governor. I haven't really made good on that yet. I haven't really prepared too much <laughs> for the gubernatorial uh, proceedings. I can't say that I've put a lot of money aside for that. But the a story I told was I was inspired. So the birth of that concept in my, um, you know, compromised brain came from when I was like, I think I was like maybe nineteen. Or no, maybe maybe I was even younger. I was like seventeen or eighteen. I knew this guy from Galveston who had a friend who, in which I met that ran for mayor when he was like 18, because I guess in Galveston, that's the, uh, what do you call it? Like that's the cutoff, whatever. Like all you have to do is be 18. And, uh, so he fucking ran, didn't win, but like he got some votes and shit. And I just remember thinking like, man, fuck, like, I like that. Like, I like, <laughs> Like, why not? But that's the thing. I, that's the, my whole point is that politics in general needs that like spirit because we, we, we put all this stock into the politic, like let them do their, like it's an industry. It wasn't created to be that. It's created to be people that do other shit. Take, you know what I mean? They take like a, a four year hiatus to serve their, you know what I mean? Their, their, their region, their municipality, their state, whatever. Like, that's how it was designed. That's how democracy is supposed to, or at least our bastardized version of it, that's how it's supposed to work. And that's not what it is. Like, it ended up being the, like a job, you know? Right, right, yeah. Like, yeah. So I don't know. So I don't know, we should. I, I think you should do it. I think you need to be in there make it happen and that's the thing and that's the thing i think a lot of times we 
we bury it under it takes a lot of it takes a lot of resources yeah but my, my question though is resources for what resources for what i mean in this day and age everybody has access to the internet everybody has access to yeah. a camera you can make videos you can edit videos you can put yourself out there you have your podcast you have your voice uh you can what you can drive down to the courthouse and you know make your appearances whatever you have to do yeah you may have to travel here and there but by that point in time you're already going to have people behind you you know like, like i think the days of printing out signs and going door to door are are kind of behind us i think there's a there's a new way that we could do this or finding what that way is uh because it shouldn't have to be that hard right we're what we watch debates on tv people yeah. phone in and, and debate via zoom i mean you don't that doesn't take too much you know no dude not at all what if, what about this think about this idea uh because dude i used to go uh, there was a very brief time period where uh, my sister-in-law and I had season tickets to the Dynamo. So we would go to games, right? And there would always be this guy, uh, he's this, like psychotic, uh, like hardcore Christian nut with like a little, a little mini amp, like a little PA and shit with a mic, just like telling people they're going to go to hell and all this stuff. And it was uh but like i always laugh like we'd always go by and he'd get, get in people's faces man like uh you know like have you read blah, 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 like doing all these bible verses and like the one thing i respected like he was obviously a fucking nut job but i was like man this dude like talks his shit like he doesn't stop like as an orator i respected it i was like dude that's kind of dope like because he's just spit like he's just off the top dude all the whole time like he's seeing people like talking to him he's got his fucking mic and uh like as a fucking performance i was kind of impressed like oh that's i like it you know so that right, being right, said right. that being said that's something that i've i'll be this is uh skip the noise exclusive and it's coming out here on the live live version i've thought about just because i always i heard stories that like dave Chappelle did that shit in DC when he was coming up as a comedian, he would just set up a fucking little PA in a park. Yeah. And just start and just start doing jokes and shit. Well he still does that. Does he really? Yeah. He was I mean I know they did they did the documentary, but that's been that's been a little minute. Does he do it like currently he does that shit? Yeah, dude, he still he still fucking does that shit from time to time. He was doing it when he left the Chappelle show and he still uh -huh. does it now. And that's yeah. Sick. Pop up, bro. You need to do that shit. Get yourself a. I think, I think that's the uh, dude. But maybe that's fuck, dude. That's how we should rock deep noise, bro. What? Let's fucking do that yeah. shit, dude. I don't know where. Let we'll start scouting locations. <laughs> Let's just show up. That would be fucking <laughs> fucking lava, dude. Just do. <laughs> what do you do right there? Just two set up. mics Fuck outside off. of like uh, 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 we've got to be strategic about like where we play set this up. I'm not opposed to that, sir. Oh no, I'm 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 all in, man. That'd be like a whole thing, man. I, am, I think that I would go. I I think that would go off way harder than I think. Maybe just people don't have the fucking balls to do that. Because I'm thinking in my head, like, why don't more, like, why don't you see more of that shit? I mean, obviously, yeah, you don't, you really don't. 
Man, I'm really like the gears are turning right now. Dude, I'm I'm definitely thinking that I'm thinking yeah, the same I, thing, bro. Yeah, I think I think that's how. I mean, you know what I mean. You advertise obviously like location. You know you you can't get all the fucking California listeners to, to show up for it. But I mean, you know, maybe you get a few yeah, but, get a few of the Texas yeah. Texas area in in town folks might want if to show up. Show up, yeah, man. yeah. You, if we go out there right now, we go uh, down inner loop, sit there, put a table, you plug in two mics, speaker, and you have yeah. your show, and just start talking. Maybe have a little flyer there with the, the yeah. information. I'm telling ah, you, that's someone's going to it. That's fire. If an uh, old girl can stand outside of uh, Travis Scott's house and, and pick it all by herself. Yeah, just a solo mission to to bring him a down. Solo mission oh, made the wings, we, man. Man, we've probably talked about that a little bit. Uh, you know, obviously that was a local ass uh, international story. You know what I mean? Um, holy fuck, was that thing loaded with content? We did my our last ep- was it our last episode or the one before? I think it was the last one. We I mean we spent like fucking forty five minutes on that shit because there's just so much to talk about. Um, you and I haven't talked much about it at all. So uh, that being said, sir, like, where, what do you, what do you feel on this? Like, how liable is this dude individually? Bro, I'm, I'm so, I'm so fucking pissed, man. And and I did, I did kind of talk about this on the episode that I released today on on my show, just a little bit because the the show is yeah. about basically owning your own shit, man. And right. at the end of the day, like this guy, me, me personally. So first and foremost, like I cleared up for everybody, like. I am not a Travis Scott fan. I don't, yeah. really, I don't like his music. I did go to one of his concerts one time uh, that he had at NRG. And I swear to God, man, like I didn't know the words. Yeah. And if you didn't know the words, you had no idea what the fuck he was saying. It was just so ridiculous and just so amped up. But people uh. were just, and it makes me mad because you have these people. And it's funny because I remember I was listening to your show when you guys talked about it and you guys had gotten to the conversation about how like back in the day with, with the mosh pits and like everything else. And yeah. And I, it, that hit me so hard because like, believe it, like I said, believe it or not, I mean, you know, you know me, but most people probably would not imagine that I, I would have gone to a Metallica concert. Right? <laughs> For sure. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, Stereo, stereotypical. I mean, I uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I went to one, and and they there was a mosh pit there, and there was the level of respect that was fucking there. And when someone was down, they were down, and you you get them up, and you know there was just so much respect and so much love that was there because you guys were there to have fun, but you were there to be safe, right? At the same time, yeah. And fucking jackass just gets this. He has no. He's one of those people that just gets to run unchecked. And he's right. one of those people that he's in an echo chamber and everything that he touches is gold to him. I mean, people fucking close McDonald's down because of that fucking stupid ass McDonald's meal he had that was nothing special. You know, right. his, shoes, <laughs> yeah. his fucking shoes sell for ungodly amounts of money. And I don't know if you're familiar with his shoes at all, but like his Jordan ones are like, the primo shoe to go for that he he makes right but yeah. no, nothing on there is fucking special a 
the fabric that he uses, the materials he uses have been used in Jordan 1s before. Uh, B, he's not the first person to turn the swoosh around, which people act like he's the first person that's done that. He's not. And C, it's just a regular-ass fucking shoe that everybody yeah. fucking has. Dude, you know, I, like, I like that analysis from, like, a sneakerhead. I like how you're just like, this ain't no fucking the fabric. Ain't no <laughs> shit. Like, you broke it down. Like, that's dope. I, I Like, I wouldn't have been able – just been like, yeah, but whatever. It's, like, it's I, I wouldn't shoes, wear them, man. but – yeah, it's the fucking hype, and like he's just so hyped up, and the kids have hyped him up, and he gets. To, and then on top of that, what really makes me mad is like obviously right, like he's he's about to be two kids in with the Jenner, and oh, and that's bad so news, homie. It is bad like, news, bro. It's a he's bad omen. Number fucking two with with what's her name? Kay, is it Kaylee? Haley? Uh, Kaylee? Ky- I think Kylie. Yeah, and so you know, you know, they're the fucking masters at manipulating media so you know they're coaching us. oh dude what are they fucking need to do <laughs> like what are they dude <laughs> so, what the fuck yeah. did he get into the the whole thing just pisses me off man like he he is 100 percent responsible because i don't care at the end of the day i don't care how hype you are i don't care whatever like when you're on that stage whether someone's in your ear someone's not in your ear someone is informed you beforehand or not you can visibly see you're up high enough you can see out there and see where there's trouble you can hear the chance and you have every right to fucking stop that show yeah every single and the fact that he did not do that he didn't own up and just be like hey you know it's it's fucking bullshit but you know what he did do after the fact he he went and got himself a fucking brand deal and made it yeah. make sure you know that he partnered with these motherfuckers. That they, like fuck you, dude. Yeah. Like, fuck, fuck, like, fuck you. And you're gonna yeah, pay man. for some funerals. Like that's nothing to you. you. You have you have watches that cost more than these fucking funerals. Like fuck you. You you no, can't no bring these people back. You can't pay for that. He's just oh dude. I I can't stand that fucking guy. I hope that he gets every fucking lawsuit known to man thrown at him. And he deserves it because he's. This isn't his first time that he's been in this situation where. Yeah, that's hysteria. And I think that was uh, like on our on episode seventy four. That was uh, Mexican Nostradamus's main point was like this motherfucker. Like this isn't incident one. You know what I mean? Like it'd be one thing if this was a one off, but like yeah, he's. Did you uh, see the news story about the the paralyzed kid? So there, there was a kid that was paralyzed from from a previous show of his, from where he was telling people to rush the stage. Oh fuck! And he found out about this and was like just devastated. Right now, obviously it's media, so they're going to amp it up. But oh, right. the fact that you can go and find a fucking person that got paralyzed at a previous fucking show because you encourage people to rush the stage, you encourage people to blow past. Like you, you literally are creating a situation of chaos and you think that shit's fucking funny because you're the fucking god of 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 the drama and and the chaos that's ensuing dude check this out so i had a conversation actually let me pull this shit up because i want to quote this uh episode 37 i had a guest on a really close friend of mine uh from the music scene jeremy masters who you can hear his music on uh, many of the interludes of my show so him and i obviously are in communication let me i'm pulling it up right now so sorry for the kind of delay in my talk 
so he dude he made a perfect analogy and i want to fucking highlight it on this he's like so we got into a little conversation about that shit he was kind of like responding to the what we talked about on the show or he knew that that's right it was before he listened but like we were talking about the, the topic and he's like he's like it it's a he equates it to like gangsters in high school right like they're all talking that shit like they got all the stick like you know what I mean? Some people wouldn't be able to tell them apart, right? Because they wear all the same shit. You know, they look like a gangster. They smell like a gangster, That whatever. Yeah. But all of a sudden, somebody, pop, 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 a couple shots go down on the block. Not anymore, uh, right? They, they turn bitch real quick. They turn bitch, <laughs> yeah, they turn bitch real quick. And it's like the same shit, right? Like he's talking all this, like, come to the other side, motherfuckers, come to the portal to hell, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, like my, people actually died now. Right? Like, oh, I'm, you know? I'm, I'm, I and didn't realize. Yeah, like, oh, shit, I'm throwing all this dark imagery on plan Because there's people like that I talk to on a regular basis that are really on the other end where they're like, no, this motherfucker is trying to conjure up some shit, like. You know, like people that really subscribe, you know, obviously there was a lot of conspiracy theories on social media that, you know, were like, this was a legit ass satanic ritual, you know, come to life. <laughs> I don't know if I go that far, but I will say this. And this is what I told Jeremy. I said, hey, it's like you fuck with that energy. Don't come crying when it, when it you know what I mean? When that boomerang yeah. comes right back in your hand. It's you in the ass, man. You throw that shit out there. Don't don't get all fucked up when when you know what I mean when it goes awry. So I'm not saying like you know I'm not a <laughs> I'm not God. I don't know how this the energies of the universe all connect and you know all that fabric <laughs> plays out and causes things to happen. But I am saying that generally speaking, if you if you start projecting that kind of stuff. You know, yes. bad things tend to come, you know, bad things tend to come out of it. So, you know, get off a little more. Man. Yeah, dude. And he's partying oh, with Drake. That's the thing, dude. I was, I was, uh, I kind of talked about this on the show, the previous show, but I was driving like that morning, uh, on that Monday morning, I was taking one of my daughters to a doctor's appointment and I drove right by Energy Park whilst normally I wouldn't be listening to 104 KRBE, but I caved into my daughter's request to for the musical <laughs> selections, you know, as opposed to what I was going to play. So, uh, where I was listening to the talk, it was in the morning show, and they were talking about how um, some somebody just had called in, like right then, and was like, "Yeah, I saw these motherfucker. Like, I know, like whatever. My daughter works at some bar, some shit, and these motherfuckers were like popping crystal and." fucking hanging with strippers like after the show like a little after party and uh yeah i was like oh shit and they're like yo for real like do you have photos or whatever but anyway so i mean i don't know what if that came if that you know fleshed out or whatever but that's fucked up too well, man. i'm like, pretty if that sure was, that i'm sure i mean it's very easy to believe like him and drake or whatever fucking party drake's <laughs> another thing dude drake Fucking, Dude, but that, that's that's the thing, and that's that kind of what that's what makes me mad about some of these situations is that at the end of the day, like some of these people, we allow because because of the 
income that they generate, we allow them to run unchecked, but then nobody wants to pay the bill, right? When when all the shit comes yeah. due, another, another fucking person. The same, not not the severity of the situation, but you look at a person like uh, Kanye West, or sorry, Yay now, right? He changed his fucking name. Oh like, yeah, like you had that issue with, with this this fucking guy, like the issue with him wearing the the Nike shoes recently, right? Like this is this person that has signed a deal with Adidas <laughs> to be exclusive with Adidas, but he gets to run around and break these contracts. And he's because he's unchecked because they say, oh, he's he's the greatest mind. He's this. He's that. Right. But you right. have someone that busts that bust their ass as an athlete to earn the right to be able to be signed to one of these companies. And God forbid they're seen out with, you know, the, a different brand on. They get dropped. They lose their sponsorship. Right. Like it's just some of these people, we allow them to be untouched for whatever reason. And it's it's fucking irritating that there there's no rules it seems like when it comes to some of these people and we need to correct that but you know who's who's going to do it right and this is a good opportunity to hopefully set that example and say like hey you know we're not going to tolerate this we're going to crack down and we're going to make it right you know yeah for sure man yeah he definitely i mean he fucking i was going to say kanye yay (laughs) i can't do it I can't, dude. When people change their names like mid life or like mid career, I don't, I don't think it works like that, dude. I don't. I think like come on, man. Uh, uh, Puff Daddy did it about twenty times. Oh, he twenty right. times. Twenty times. He did it twenty times. I think. Well, here's the thing. I don't think you get to give yourself your own name, right? Like, either way. Now that we're, man, that's like, that's pretty deep. That's deeper than I intended, like, when that started out of my mouth. Like, you know what I mean? Your parents name you, right? Like, your actual government name. You don't have any say in that, right? You might develop a nickname, uh, and that might change over the course of your life, right? Right. Um, but, like, like announcing your own name is maybe the douchiest thing you can do. Dude, right? it, it is. Like if, if it doesn't come across naturally, like nobody's like, Oh, <laughs> like, like it wasn't, do you get the, what the angle I'm coming from? Like yeah. you can't, <laughs> you can't really pick your own name. Cause that's fucking douchey. Like in any, the more I'm thinking about it, the more that makes sense. Cause you really yeah, don't no, like no. you, your actual name, like whatever your, what's ever on your birth certificate, obviously you weren't in a capacity to, to name yourself. So that's your name, right? You might end up going, but like no, no self-respecting person like comes up with their own, like a nickname, like who? it never works. <laughs> it, it never sticks. Like if you're just like, right, yeah, man, I, I, I want to be called, man. dude. <laughs> Yo, Benji wants to be called the Flash because I think of myself, I'm fast as fuck, man. I get from point A to point B twice as fast as you. I'm the Flash. It's not gonna, dude. You're not gonna call me that. Nobody's gonna fucking call me that because they're just like, fuck you. You're not the Flash. You're not that fast, dude. <laughs> they yeah, have man. to be like. You know what I mean? Like like Bo Jackson wrestling fucking wild boars in Alabama when he was like twelve. You know what I mean? And like cutting their heads off with his, you know, fingernails. 
<laughs> like you get the nickname, right? Like that'll earn you a fucking, oh, this, this, or whatever. Like, you know, throwing yeah. fucking stones through. Dude, I used to pit, this is a crazy story. I used to, uh, there's a shitty, so the, there was a pitcher for the Astros, J.R. Richard, back in the 70s and shit. Black dude from Louisiana through fucking heat. He, I think to this day still has the record for like the fastest pitch in Major League Baseball. Um, but he ended up with some, like, some drug problems, whatever. But anyway, back when I was like still, I think I was like in eighth grade playing baseball and shit. There was in Southwest Houston, there was this real shitty like little batting cage. But like as he was picking himself back up, because he, he was like homeless for a while. He's like drug addicted, all this shit. Fell out, lost all his money to different bullshit. And then he ended up like we found out he was like coaching or he was doing like little lessons and shit at this little batting cage. So I would go uh, and like I worked with him for like a couple months and shit on like pitching and all this stuff. And he would tell me these fucking dude, this guy was a character. Like he would tell me these fucking stories, super candid. Like he cussed around me. I was like 12 or 13, just cussed freely, like didn't give a shit. It was, it was awesome. And like, my dad's the type of dude, he didn't give a fuck. Like, he was like, oh, that's great. This is fucking, be-, you know? And so, but he would tell me these stories and he's like, yeah, we, uh, he's one of those dudes, like these fucking Louisiana stories and shit you hear. Like, yeah, my brother got killed by a fucking alligator or he drowned swimming or something like he's fucking just horrible shit. And then he's like, yeah, we used to kill, like the reason I was so good at pitching is because we used to kill alligators with rocks. I was like, dude, it's probably bullshit, but like, what? Dude, but like, I love that. Like, cause I was like, God damn it. Cause he said it like the same way he was telling you like, oh yeah, it's sunny outside right now. Like, he, like I, I don't think you can just kill an alligator with a rock, but he's like, he told it to me like, and it was just as believable as, you know, somebody telling you like, yeah, it's 327 in the afternoon. And it's like, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> like, all right, all right. <laughs> like, you know, I get, yeah, that's what it is. So, like, you get a nickname. It's it's shit like that, right? Like killing. I don't know. I kind of went went all over the place with that one, but yeah, you don't you don't get to you don't get to call yourself yay. Fuck, I fuck him, dude. I don't I don't like this dude's vibe. Like, I saw an interview recently where he did where he's like. <laughs> like he's in the room with all these I forgot who was even interviewing but he's like he's such a weird dude and he goes uh, yeah <laughs> like I wasn't really I was listening to cash money and shit back then I was I just posed as a backpacker cause all this stuff and I'm like I don't know why I had such a problem with that statement I don't know how do you feel about shit like that cause I know you 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 know what I mean you've got it you've got a, a been stake in, in the in, in the hip hop, yeah, yeah, but like, just so flippantly saying that with such gusto and being so proud of it, because I'm Man. not saying like I, I'm not saying I was in that exact sort of uh, whatever like movement or whatever, but it like you know, peripherally maybe in like so in other words, like I got what that sort of scene was all about, and for somebody to be like maybe I'm getting too into it, but like for somebody to just be that dismissive of it when it's like, bro, like you're, I don't know. I just had a problem with the integrity or the lack of integrity that that whole 
bravado in which he like so proudly sort of like, yeah, I was just fucking faking that bullshit just to get attention or I don't know. That's just weird, man. And then everybody was just like, so cool with it. Like, Oh, <laughs> that's fucking, I don't know. The guy just rubs me the wrong way, man. I mean, some shit he says, I, I like that he is a little weird and a little different. Like I, I can respect that. And I respect his talent on some level. I'm not necessarily a fan, but I don't know, man. There's something about his personality. I just it never, I can never get behind him. Uh, I, I think that's a lot of people, though. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I think it goes. And the thing about, especially when it comes to like hip hop music, is it's it's a it's very fickle because you have people that are going to be super diehard hip hop, you know, like the roots and like not the roots of the yeah. band, but you know, the roots of it. And then you're yeah, going to have yeah. people that are into that more bubblegum pop version that it is now. And it has changed, but it's also become more of a, an entertainment than what it used to be. And so it is hard because you have, you're on that threshold of where if you want to make money in this thing, you have to be an entertainer. If you want right. to hard you stick to your roots but you're not going to make you're not going to make the money but you'll be you'll be real you'll be real in the streets right and right. It's, it's hard to say but but then on the back side of that the other side of the coin is the a lot of the people that we we recognize they don't they don't stay true they don't stay true to the game fucking anyway because you have like take someone like like a jay-z right like jay-z came up as the real dope dealer, as the real person is real, man, how, how quick did he change as soon as he got money? Like that motherfucker right. ain't right. near Marcy projects anymore. Right. Like, yeah, so, no. So yeah. Is, this, is he still real? You know, is he still real? Is he still, you know, that, that dude, you know, it, it's, it goes both ways, you know, but at the same time now too, some of the greatest people are, if you think about some people that really succeed currently or within the last, say 15, 15 years, 20 years they've been people that have not been what they are right like you have that whole the rick ross fallout right where oh he was a drug dealer but he was also a corrections officer he was right. this he was that, right you know you have 50 cent right he started out as the real gangster but you know and and think about that like 50 cent right if you think about what he came out he came out making the quote-unquote gangster music but it was more poppy it wasn't straight like thug shit right and he was bagging on, he was bagging on Ja Rule, right? Which which right, promoted right. him because Ja Rule was making songs for the ladies, this, that, and the other. And then next thing you know, Fifty Cent's telling people he loves them like a fat kid loves cake. Like, come on, bro! Like, you right. know, like right. yeah. And you're making movies, and you're doing this, that, and the other. Like, I think at some point they realize that it's a game, bro. Like, it's it's a fucking game, you know, that you just kind of play. I mean, look at look at fucking Drake. Drake's one of the biggest names in the world. He's a fucking entertainer. He should right. be a good fucking rapper because he fucking acts all the goddamn time. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Uh, it, it, it is weird how, like... Yeah, Drake's, a per like, the perfect example. Because, yeah, he was, like, a child actor. Like, that's not... Um, so like the, the artists that were breaking ground, um, you know, when I was coming up and you're, you know, we're similar ages. So you, you too, like nobody's backstory 
was like that they were a child actor and, and there's nothing wrong like on an entertainment level like or, or artistry there's nothing wrong with that like make music but i mean drake clearly though um uses um I don't, i'm trying to think there's a line well there's a song like he says like overtly like gangster shit in his songs like drake you're not gonna shoot anybody right like mm-hmm. Not at all. Not no, not at all. Like no. you're you're not at all. But like, what's weird is like that. Just everybody agrees to be okay with it. And I'm not saying like on an entertainment level that's not okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Like same way, like you write a script for a movie. Like I don't have to personally embody every single character. But like when the presentation of what you're delivering is is tied into your own personal identity. And that, that that's what always makes hip hop different is because your identity, your personal identity is very attached to what you present as your, your art. Right. Whereas it's different, like just Nirvana, right? Like Kurt Cobain, he's writing a song from a different standpoint. Whereas like how hip hop evolved as an art form, was somebody with a microphone at a party there's a dj using pre-record you know like turntables that have uh you know using break beats from songs that actually exist right uh right it's a whole different thing and you're basically the 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 role of the mc evolved from somebody more in in one way or the other sort of hosting a party getting the people to keep dancing blah 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 so you're talking blah 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 that evolved into like oh it's like an actual verse of a song and then you build choruses around so but it didn't start like as it has different origins um so that being said the person behind the mic whatever they're saying is very attached to who they are as a person more so than other genres of music where um you know, I could sit, or it's like I'm Johnny Cash and I can sing about somebody who's doing time in prison. I'm not actually that person myself. I'm, it's almost like I'm quote, like somebody wrote a poem from that perspective and I'm, I'm performing it. But like, since its inception, hip hop is different because you, that's why there's like referring to yourself in the third person is a hip hop like invention. Right, no, right. Nobody's nobody's like Johnny Cash isn't like Johnny Cash. <laughs> you know what I mean? That doesn't happen. But it's like, you know, my uh, Snoop D O double G or like whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a totally different thing. So, so in other words, that's why it's a different criticism when it's like, oh, like there is no really rules anymore. You can just kind of be whatever. And, and talk about and talk about whatever. I think that's where it got where it got confuses. And I agree with you, man. I think that it's because we come from an older mindset and we come from a place where like what what you said on that record better have been real, right? Like you yeah. weren't allowed to have people write for you and you weren't allowed to have this, that, and the other and stealing beats and lines. Like that that was serious events and I think that the hip hop industry as a whole, I mean, a once real money came involved, that's always going to fuck shit up. But 
you know, on the backside of it, though, we kind of did it to ourselves because you have some of these people that were some of the biggest names and the most serious people that were out there. I mean, hell, like, look at someone like uh, Snoop Dogg. You know, you talk about him, like you mentioned him, but that was a person that, yeah, like, they came from that life, but then as soon as, like, the money comes in and this and that, then you you become, you're not that person anymore. You know, right. like, you can't, you can't relate. And then you, you, you see that. The people that are coming up see that and they emulate that. You know, you have these people that were, you know, they used to be guns and this and that and drugs, and now they're rapping about Picassos and the Gucci's. And <sighs> like, yeah, they're, they're not doing that. Oh, no, I'm going to start doing that. No, I'm rapping about this, that, and the other. And then now, you know, hell, Snoop Dogg sells fucking soda streams now, you know, and he's with the studio. Yeah. But, but people still buy his music, but on his music, he still talks about this, that, or the other, but that's right. not you anymore, right? So if, if the people that helped spawn this thing aren't even being 100% authentic anymore, like how can we expect, you know, some of these kids to be, you know? No, it's true. It is true. And like, uh, I'm trying to think of where that disconnect sort of happened. Well, okay. I know. I just answered my own question in my head. You know what the difference is? So like what, when I was a performer, right? Occasionally I would run into somebody who would, they, they check you for certain things. Okay. Like, Hey, you said this, um, like, yo, that's, that's my tag and shit. Like I'm a, you know, I'm a graph writer. Like that's, what do you mean by that? What do you say? Like that's, I remember I had to get like some guy kind of approached me and shit and we had to like discuss it and talk it out. And he had to see, like he probably would have wanted to fight me, but I had to describe like, oh, here's, this is why. Like, all right, whatever you want to ask about that, but this is what, this is what it is. Nobody and for these guys, nobody comes at them like that. And this is, dude, I wasn't nobody. This is like in, like the local scene here in fucking, you know, in Houston. You know, of a, you know, kind of a very, uh, you know, it's like a, a certain scene, right? So we're not talking about fucking nationwide or worldwide. Um, but you had to like occasionally like people they just came up different, man. Like they record all this shit and they put it on SoundCloud and then blah, blah, blah. Like it, there's no, there's no like conflict or these like, uh, you know, or like beefs with like other fucking bands and shit. Like, Oh, y'all fucking, y'all taking too long. you like low, like all these little things that you like, you have to deal with coming up in, uh, music that kind of, you cut your teeth. Like these, like they, none of like some of these people, their first fucking performance is like the audience is already built in, right? Like it's, they already right. have like networking and they have like, they never fucking no printing no fucking flyers. They never, no, um, they hit sand. They post, they post the shit like, yeah, they never hit people up. They never talk to like, Hey, is it cool if I put flyers, like meet the owner of a fucking head shop, you know, and like, hey, can we put flyers over here? Can we set up like a little thing? Can we blah, blah, blah? Like hours and hours of like going out there and that some people like, fuck you. Like getting into arguments and shit and all this bullshit, like conflict, conflict resolution. What it does is it makes you like, no, no, no. Like I'm, I'm doing something I believe in. So fuck you. They don't have to do any of that. 
they only do that when it's like, oh, somebody starts some fucking Twitter beef and then it's whatever. Like there isn't like an actual dude who might want to want to swing. Yeah, like <laughs> they never encounter that shit. I mean, they no, do sometimes. No. Like they do sometimes, but it's always like it's always way after the fact. Like these rappers are getting these little shit with each. I don't know. Maybe that didn't even. I'm trying to think of the last time. I feel like there is like, uh, what's his like with uh, Takashi Six Nine and shit. Like that was kind of the last big newsworthy of people yeah, actually yeah. like getting shot and like yeah, dangers and shit. Wow. That yeah, was funny. But- that whole but, thing but was that's weird, the thing, but... right? And that, but the whole situation, even with that, or not even like you, if you take him or you take like a a pop smoke or whatever. So Takashi don't count because that guy's just a fucking bitch, and he's he just happens <laughs> like he, he got in with people that were the the real deal, and he just wasn't like he was right. an entertainer, he was a show, and he, now he's paying for it, right? He, he can't be as right. out as he would like to be right now because. Somebody's gonna bust his ass if he is right. Right. But he went to yeah. He because he took it too. He took it too far. He took it too far because he wasn't really about that life. But it's unfortunate because at the end of the day, like, yeah, you you had to do all those things. I mean, fuck, dude, I've dabbled in in music myself, and I've been there, and like, just the music as a whole, there was so much more behind it. But those days are so far gone. Oh, I know. Oh, that these kids like. The the ones that unfortunately end up losing their their lives are the guys that are the ones that try to remain in the streets, and that's not where the music is anymore, man. I mean, at the at the end of the day, the majority of these fucking songs are for fucking sixteen year old girl white girls in fucking yeah Wyoming. You know, they're the ones that are paying five hundred dollars for your fucking tickets, and you know every everything else that's out there and. Sad, bro. It's sad how far falling. Yeah. Damn, man. What's let's think of something to cheer me up. That bummed fucking bummed me out. <laughs> <laughs> no. The only, the only thing, I'm, the only thing I... I'm excited about though is that uh so what's what's kinda cool is that um like musicians that like I grew up on are still like I'm not going to get into your name a bunch of people, but like what is kind of cool is that like people from my era, like are still doing it. Like people, notable artists or whatever, because there's no reason not to. Right. But that's something you didn't anticipate because the art form itself was young. So there wasn't like 50 year old <laughs> fucking rappers, <laughs> you know, but like now there is. Yeah, no, for and, sure. And there's no reason there shouldn't be. And it's kind of dope. Like it's a whole nother genre. Like for a perfect example, Run the Jewels, right? Or Zarfus, right? right? Yeah. Like, yes. dude, I jam the fuck out of some Zarfus, and it's like it's perfect for. Or even, um, I'll even go on the the white side of the Aesop Rock. He's still doing <laughs> shit. Uh, but yeah, like, or, but but that's the thing. Like, I've heard it's funny because I've heard comments. Um, uh, for like run run the jewel shit, and it's like, yeah, run, that's like. Uh, like rap my dad listens to and i'm like fuck that's what it is like that's that is what it is and, but you never anticipated awesome. back then you never anticipated that but that's that's what the fuck that is 
but no, for sure. uh, it, like to, to our ears to our ears it's like it's still evolving right because there's better technology behind it and there's like all these ideas that they're taking from so it's like still progressing but like you know some 20 year olds like oh yeah that's like that's fucking old people rap and shit. Yeah. it's such a weird perspective man Dude, it's it's crazy to think about and you're right man i mean you think about hip-hop as a whole like really it's probably only what it may only be 50 years yeah it's been really around you know and it's it's gonna be so cool to see like you know where it goes and i hope that people who were in there from the beginning continue to to put stuff out and continue to go on because why why can't we have a long running legacy like some of these rock rock bands and yeah you know, everything we should we totally should i'll be all no, about that i want yeah that's the thing there's there's absolutely no reason not to that you can't be 60 and still i mean you look at like because in other genres it still makes sense right like uh fucking david bowie was recording shit until he passed uh you know what I mean? Like doing new shit. Like all oh, fucking. If you've got that in your your blood, man, they're gonna keep doing it. I mean, I can. I'm. I don't want to sit here and, and babble and try to think of a bunch of examples, but yeah, in other genres, whether it be uh, fucking you know rock, R and B, whatever, fuck gospel shit, dude. There's people. Yeah, they keep recording it or country. Fuck, they keep recording into their goddamn 70s and 80s. You know, so. Um, just because it's, you know, historically uh, a young man's uh, genre, it's a whole, it's a different thing. Like, it's kind of interesting to see it. And it's like, it's funny how it, it kind of hits the right frequency. Um, you know what I mean? Shit like Czarface, right? Where I'm just like, oh, fuck, dude, that's so dope. Like, it gives me the same feeling as like when I was, you know, 18 or some shit. And with like some most yeah, deaf yeah. shit came out, right? And it was like the new shit. You know, like, God damn, that shit's dope. Like, every time, like, some new shit came out, it was, like, evolving. You know? Dude, it's, it's crazy, and, man. And you couldn't go back. Like, if you were going back, you're like, yeah, I can appreciate that, but it sounds so dated. It sounds so fucked up. Um, you know, it sounds so basic. Like, I remember, like, in the late 90s, um, when, like, all the kind of underground, like, East Coast shit was coming back, like, with, like, Rockus and these independent uh like hip-hop labels and there was this whole fucking movement and like real sort of skill-based and style-based emceeing and shit it's kind of like what uh eminem kind of came out of honestly um obviously he just blew up because he associated with dre and then that's that it went it was all you know that was you know the the next the fuck's what's the expression uh what this expression I'm looking for, where it's like, and that, there's the rest of the story. I don't know. Jesus Christ, I'm having a brain yeah. fart. But and the rest, is you know history. what I'm. The rest is history. God damn. Why was history. that so far, hard for me to come up with? <laughs> wow. Uh, age is a beautiful thing, kids. Um, so anyway, but yeah, man, it's fuck it, whatever. Now, wh- yeah. where where do you where do you stand? with with Eminem where do you stand with him so I'm a little biased because so let me let me go back and here's some perspective on Eminem so I was a white rapper when he blew up 
So I started, I did other, like I, my musicality or my, my vocalism expanded, but it started out with me and my friend, uh, I mentioned on a podcast or I think episode 23, where we got in the get out the road hose or something, 22 or 23, uh, Jay Wiggs, we used to make little tapes on a fucking karaoke machine with a cassette. Like we would just like loop fucking beats or whatever. We just loop beats and we'd make these tapes for like our fucking basketball team and shit. And like, uh, and it was just like fucking wild. Like we'd find the craziest fucking samples, like weird shit you would never think of. And, uh, you know, like rhyme over them and shit. And we met up with, anyway, I met up with these dudes who were like had a band. And then, so that's how the, both of the worlds sort of combined. Uh, but anyway, so that's a whole nother fucking podcast, but the point was at that time I was in like balls deep in that shit. And all of a sudden, hi, my name is dropped. And I was like, Whoa, okay. Like he's not pretending to be something like he's why. And then when the album came out and I listened to it, I was like, Oh shit. Like he's like, yeah, he, I don't know. Like it wasn't phony. So right, it was a whole different right. it, it was a whole different thing. Like yes, he was obviously heavily influenced and he grew up in uh you know, black culture and in and, and black neighborhood and thing like that, but he had like a white perspective on it, which was unique because most of the time before that, any white rapper that came out, it was more like like uh imitate. I mean there was a couple that you could say like uh third base um kind of were were respected. Like they weren't shit on like that. Obviously, Vanilla Ice set the whole fucking like he he set white rappers back a decade. You know what I mean? Like he ruined he ruined the whole shit. Um, like Everlast too. Like people forget. Like everybody associates him with the the guitar shit and like whatever. But like before House of Pain, uh, he had a couple singles because like I remember him like oh it's a white guy. And like everybody, it was like all good. Like nobody fucked with him or whatever. But aside from like the couple of, oh, and then the Beastie Boys was kind of a whole different thing too. But like aside from all that, like no, it was like, nah, like it just can't happen. Just like a, the president of the United States. Like there's no rules that say <laughs> that you can't be something other than a 65 year old white guy who's married. Oh, who's right, Christian right, or right. Protestant. Like there's nothing that says that that's the rule, but that's the rule. Right. Um, so when he came and not only that, but it, how talented he was, was like, Oh fuck. Like you can't really fuck with this now. <laughs> like you can't say that he can't rhyme cause he's fucking out rhyming everybody. You can't say that he's full of shit. You can't like, there's all these things like, Oh, Oh fuck. And then it like blew up. So I was, very excited about it uh initially right and then the first and i'm not saying i'm not like shitting on him now but like it definitely like i I lost interest after like a couple albums really Um, i i'm not saying like i not that not respect like yeah i still respect like his talent is fucking crazy like i'll and, and, and him as a person too like i got absolutely no i'm not criticizing at all i just didn't like musically it just didn't do the same thing i think like at the time where he blew up everything i listened to i was like ah like if they didn't impress me with like the first few lines like i wasn't interested 
like it wasn't even about like the music i was just like so concerned with like how fucking creative are you rhythmically saying words to the beat that you know what i mean like it, it's like graffiti audible yeah. graffiti right yeah, like sure. do you, you you look at a painting and you're like oh is that impressive like is the use of colors intriguing to my eyeballs like how does this same thing like with the words and like how they fucking enunciate them like which what rhymes with what like how many syllables rhyme per thing or like are you mixing it up or you is every line just like a blah 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 like the same pattern are you changing the pattern are you doing it different you know like every little thing i was like taking account and like if the two first two three lines like didn't impress me skip 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 Damn, bro, you're you're on them. That's how deep, yeah. Like, yeah, no, I don't know, man. Like, I personally, like, I am a huge, huge Marshall fan, man. Like, I I went in deep when he came out, you know, and I stuck with him when a lot of people kind of jumped off, and yeah, I guess for me, like, I when I whenever I would do it, I'm an overall, like, I'm an I'm more of a audio person, I guess, if you would say. And what I'm, what like, what I mean by that is like, yeah, like I, I like the cadence. I like your lyrical cadence. I like if you can switch it up. You know, I like, I like the rhyme parts too. But for me, it's the odd, it's the audio. Like, how well do you sink into the beat? Like, yeah. how well? And the things that he does, and even as he progressed throughout his career he got so sophisticated to where like if you weren't really listening like you didn't catch that like his the, the end of each bar you know hit on this specific snare or right 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 know. Right, right. and like i would always listen for that like that impressed me more like and i still to this day like hands down he has the best breath control out of fucking anybody bro like you you're not you're not hearing him on the mic even in live performances you know like that dude that's the big difference great rappers, rappers don't know how to perform dude they do not know how to perform he could perform his ass off bro and yeah he's a real rapper he it was yeah no like that's like what what i said earlier as far as losing interest i i didn't necessarily mean that like i lost uh i didn't like i maybe it was just i kind of moved on to other shit plus i was genre wise i was expanding out a little bit and uh hip-hop wasn't quite as big a percentage of the shit i was listening to um so i i'm not as familiar honestly with like anything past uh so obviously slim shady like i played fucking a million times probably uh marshall mathers i played that fucking probably a million times uh I could, that's that and that's what I passed those two. Like, I can't even remember what the third one was called. <laughs> and it's yeah. not cause I didn't like it. Cause I, I'm sure at the time I bought it, but like, it didn't like stay with me. Um, but to your point, yeah. Oh no. Like there's, yeah, there's not a better rapper as like, um, cause when that's the thing, man, like people, uh, a lot of times disassociate it with like, the musicality whereas like i was always very keen on the fact that you're using your um 
when you perform, what, what, regardless of what genre of vocals you do, you're using your, uh, your torso, your head, your mouth, your, all those things to create those sounds the same way, like the mechanics of your fucking trombone does, you know what I mean? You move the arm here, here, the yeah, same yeah. thing with like the way you shift your belly. Like if you've performed anything, dude, you know that, like the way you hold your mouth, like the intensity that you squeeze the muscle on this part of your mouth, like all that shit is, if you, you wouldn't know, like if you haven't performed, like, so when you hear somebody who, like you said, audibly, it's just fucking a, a goddamn, like a French chef created this fucking souffle that's like every single molecule in there was baked to the exact perfect temperature and all the ingredients were added in the, like the best ingredients were added in the perfect proportions and at the perfect time for the perfect temperature to the, where they combine with the other ones. That's what you're doing as a musician. You're only doing it with your body parts. Maybe you're hitting a drum, but your arms are doing that. Your brain is thinking at first and your brain has to know those patterns and it's muscle memory the same way. Like when you're on a mic, it's muscle memory. Uh, you know what I mean? So, that I think, dude, I think there's people that are have a career um, that don't like see it that way, you know, like, um, you know, the people that get it right. Like I, heard, I saw an interview, there was like a Tupac documentary and shock G from he, rest in peace, by the way, I think he just passed away like maybe a year ago or a couple of years. I don't know. Yeah, I think so, um, he, uh, he was talking about Tupac cause obviously being from Oakland, they came up in the same he was part of actually he was in digital underground like as a dancer and shit and uh so he was talking about tupac and he was like yeah um i forgot he, he described a couple people's like delivery and he was like yeah Nas is like from he's it's like a nasal palate uh somebody else whatever and then he's like but tupac was like from the fucking you know what i mean like your bowels <laughs> like this dude is delivering like from way down you know what i mean like way down in the bottom of the gut yeah yeah yeah. and but anyway but yeah to your point man like yeah that's the difference like yeah eminem is he's all of that like he's a writer you know what i mean nobody's no i mean you could argue like personal preference but like you, you can't say that he's not one of the best writers of all time you know he, oh, he has to be in that conversation yeah. you know for every for every angle whether it's just pure fucking, you know, syllable fuckery to like stories to like conveying an actual point to like creative shit or whatever, or like message driven stuff, like everything. Like there's no category where he's not right up there. And then you top of the fact, like as a musician, he's badass too. Um, and gets it obviously because he's like you said the breath control that's that's the whole shit because yeah you're controlling it by the pace like how much air you let out per you know per each thing how you know when the next line's coming do you save like a little micro breath here so you've got enough wind to push out when the beat hits because you don't want to like all that shit is all factored in and the dude's a fucking marvel you know he was he was the man man i <laughs> know People are probably listening and they're probably like, what the fuck are they going on about? But yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I, 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 we need we need to keep it moving. But let me let me ask you this. Right. So for one, yeah. one, yeah. one hip hop artist to the, to the next, 
or, or, or retired artists, whatever you want. Yeah, to big, big time so, retired. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, go obviously, obviously, man. Like uh, when you write, like there, there was always something that was fun about the writing. The writing, <sighs> it's the whole thing. Now let me ask you. Let me ask. Right. So we all know that a, a verse is sixteen bars, right? Well, not. Right. Every, I don't know if everybody knows that, but for people that don't know, right, a, a hip hop verse usually is a sixteen bars, man. What would you say was the your most memorable bar that you ever wrote? Oh, like personally? Yeah, personally. Oh, fuck. Like like the one where you hit it and you're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is the one. Oh, God. I'd have, I would have to dig. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I won't be able to come up with it on the spot, like my absolute favorite, but like. Damn, you really put me on the spot. Uh. I I did, man. So like I like for me, like I knew, like I always liked when I would do my songs. I always told stories. Okay, like I was okay. I was a storyteller, right? Um, and it wasn't necessarily like the best line ever because if people don't understand what I'm saying, they wouldn't get it. But for me, like it just. I just thought it was so funny in my head when I would say it, but obviously, you know, I, I came from a little more of the street life and the bar that I had put was like, um, I was basically like saying, like talking about selling, you know, just selling. And if you need to find me, I was like, you know, I was, if you need to find me, uh, I said, you can catch me in my whip sipping on a fifth in the back, got more keys than a locksmith, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> But I don't know that for reason that one always just kind of fucking stuck with me, man. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. God damn, I'm gonna. I hate to. Fly. I'm gonna keep thinking because like the dopest. Because it's been like you gotta understand it's been fucking. Oh, it's been forever. Like I haven't it's thought been- about that shit in like forever. But um, dude, I actually have. So I thought about putting it. So I've got it. Here's the problem too with all my shit. It was before. Um, like the shit didn't get transferred to like new me like everything's on a fucking actual disc dude like uh <laughs> you you uh, you fucking both man yeah <laughs> and so but what's funny is because like i wanted to do so there was a few things that i still have in my possession like we did so i was like in you know i was in a band like i said the origins of it was uh like hip-hop but it kind of like other people got involved and it became this whole like other thing and uh shit we did i mean within the scope of what we did there was i mean there was like songs we did that were like more uh almost like iron maiden fucking parody music like shit was weird and uh but uh i don't know man i'm trying to fuck i'll get back to me on that i'll i'm gonna i'll come up with something dope no, no, as far as my most memorable, because nothing stands out as like the one. I don't know, man. I might have to ask. I might have to ask. Uh, my this is what you need boss. to do. Get your what you need to do is, and it just because I'd be curious. I'd be curious to see the the response reaction. So if you can like find. <clears throat> find like one of your your old like hip hop songs or whatever right like whatever find one that is like uh a neutral song and then I'll find one of mine that's a neutral song and then you need to put together like a five track whatever 
and throw like a three new things and then throw ours in there and see if anybody can fucking tell <laughs> What's the, which one's the, the old yeah which one's the old one bro or, or 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 say these are five new fucking songs and see if they hold up i'd be curious that, to see what that'd be in. that would be interesting interesting project i like it i gotta get i gotta get with mike tacklebox to see like what he's got still in the uh like on digital yeah that's be interesting because i you know it's funny because i thought of that like i wanted to put to try to transfer shit so i could put it like uh just for a goof like some of my shit like on the in the interludes of the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought about doing that because I still have shit like, like I said, on disc. Uh, but yeah, as far as having it like in a digital form, like an MP3 version, especially now that like computers don't have fucking anywhere to put a disc. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there was a, a quick little era where like that was the transfer of that would have been, but I didn't have anything going on, uh, you know, media wise at that time to give a fuck about doing it. So now all of a sudden it's like, oh, that'd be dope to like have some shit to to make happen. But hell yeah, yeah. man, it's awesome. I, I I'd be interested to see to see how it plays out. Uh, we'll do. Yeah, we'll have to do something. Oh, and then we also got to do the um, setting up shop somewhere fucking random. Um, bro, I, mean, I am, I am for that. All we need is an amp and a plug, and that's it. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to. I, I'm sure I've got people who've got some shit I could, at the very least, like borrow. Because I had you don't even uh, don't even need it, bro. You take the the deep MCs setup. Oh, that's right. You fucking okay? Yeah. Because yeah, my shit's more like I just have my fucking laptop and a microphone but yeah no. you've got a little you got a little setup there so yeah fuck it we already got we're already equipped all we, need is, all we need is the amplifier man and that's it otherwise we'd just be recording into ourselves yeah okay we'll fucking dude, we'll make that shit happen dude i gotta figure out i went to uh probably go a couple more to do today have you ever been to um cider cave down there off of navigation yeah yeah it's, like, yeah. it's one Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been there? Oh, fucking shit, it's dope, dude. I went this for the first time today. I was off, and my, my sister-in-law is like, yeah, we should go. She told me a few days ago, and uh, at first, I thought it wasn't going to happen because I was originally scheduled off on the day that we were going to do, and then like if things got fucked up and I had to go in. So I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, I was so pissed, dude. I was like, because I had these plans and it was all ready to go and I was excited. I was actually excited about something I was fixing to do like a couple days in the future, you know, which doesn't, uh, that's a fucking rarity for me. Normally just like every day, wake up and figure it out. So like I had like some shit to look forward to. I was like, Oh dude, it's dope. And then they, the shit plans came crashing down. I was so furious. But then like a a little glimmer of hope, uh, she was able to get the next day off because it was going to be like she was going to have to work on the day I was off and it got all fucked up. But we were able to go. And uh, man, that shit was fucking fun as hell. Um, matter of fact, that kind of turned me on to cider a little bit because what this place is, it's a, you know, it's got, it's an arcade, right? They have the majority of their, um, you know, the back, back walls lined up with pinballs machines, which I, I love the fuck out of pinball. 
uh, and then it's got like you know all your old school arcade cabinets. Uh, and it's a shitload. Like it's big, dude. Like there's a couple other car arcades I've been to, uh, a lot smaller scale. Um, but yeah, this is a real setup. Uh, $10 cover, and then you know you can bring your own food in, but then you know you have to buy their drinks, which it's like a what do you call it? Bishop Cider Company, I guess, is their all the the drinks there. So I, you know, I was like, oh fucking, I'll try it. So uh, had a couple drinks, man, and shit was fucking amazing i'm gonna go back <laughs> five-star recommendation but if they haven't been they gotta go it's a it's a really cool place and even yeah. if you don't drink you like uh arcades you know oh yeah i mean there was, we went in the morning so there wasn't that many people but like there was definitely like a handful of people that were just came in paid the 10 bucks and just were were playing or whatever so yeah it's, it was a good time um yeah man i'm gonna get some uh now that i've spoke about it on air uh yeah i guess i gotta come i gotta come with some uh some lines man some bar have to dip Dude, into man. the old notebooks and i mean i'm still dude to this day like i don't even like write like that anymore but it's still so part of my um psyche i guess that i have like stacks of fucking notebooks and shit with just bullshit that like uh yeah that's interesting man i haven't talked about it in a long time that's why it's kind of refreshing kind of fun yeah, dude, but, it's, uh, it's a part of your life bro you got to bring it back yeah maybe i guess so it's been definitely touched upon but but anyway uh yeah, i guess we'll it's kind of late i guess we, i should probably put pump the brakes on this thing man we went for a good hour 45 <laughs> so it's, i think this will go down as a, a bonus episode uh i'll clear I'll, I'll, I'll pull the audio and see i think the connection might have kind of came in and out but fuck it well however i can salvage it i'm gonna put this shit out and uh you can chalk this up as deep noise too uh um, hey, so yeah we we did tell you this is going to be a regular phenomenon so it just so happened it worked out uh that was meant to be sir because i was very close to just closing the, the laptop down but i was like you know what i just got a feeling i should go live tonight for some reason and then lo and behold you know there it is. Boom. There it is. <laughs> Who knew? It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So, Shep, thank you so much for coming on. That was a surprise and a pleasant surprise at that. Uh, so thank yes, you. Sir. Yes, sir, man. This, thank this, you. For, this, uh... is, this was very fun. Uh, glad we got to, to catch up a little bit. Uh, so we'll do this again. So look, look for a public space near you uh, in the Houston area, probably. I don't think we're going to do <laughs> much traveling. Really traveling to make this out but yeah we're going really fucking live right up your ass live we're gonna be we're gonna be live going live man I can't, that's I can't right wait. bro you can smell the fucking cologne that's how <laughs> fucking live it's gonna be so uh get ready for that good things are on the way thanks Shep. i'm about to shut it down everybody who was listening just wasn't a whole fucking lot of y'all but you probably will on the uh <laughs> the, the fucking recorded version okay, uh yeah, <laughs> laid back all right we'll see y'all <laughs> late <laughs> late ship thanks man yep. late.